Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's focus on our healthcare system. Today, we learned the BC Medical Services Commission and Telus Health have reached an agreement after the commission took the company to court over alleged contraventions of the Medicare Protection Act. Now, the commission asked for an injunction alleging Telus charged for fees covered under MSP. Now, Telus denied the claims, said they didn't charge for primary care services, and that the fees only were charged for preventative health, things like uh, dietitians and kinesiologists and health and wellness services. Today, our health care minister, Adrian Dix, responded to the news. Take a listen. I want to uh, extend my gratitude um, to the commission, to Dr. Rob Halpany and the whole team there for their tireless work in defending the public health care system by identifying and addressing non-compliance with the Medical Medicare Protection Act. The commission plays a crucial role in upholding the principles of fairness and equity in our health care system for the benefit of all British Columbians. I ask the commission to review TELUS Life Plus, Pro- Life Plus program with those principles in mind. Uh, we remain steadfast in our commitment to uphold the Medicare Protection Act, which is in place to preserve our publicly administered health care system in BC. That was Health Minister Adrian Dix uh, speaking to the issue uh, this morning. Joining me now is Sonia Fristino, leader of the BC Green Party. Ms. Fristino, thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure to be here, Jeff. First of all, your reaction to today's uh, news and uh, Mr. Dix's comments. Well, you know, we started raising this issue in the legislature in February of 2022. Mm -hmm. And we know that last summer there was a report by the Medical Services Commission on uh, what TELUS Life Plus uh, program was doing and uh, the potential contraventions of the Medical Act. They never made that report public. And now we hear that they've resolved this issue with TELUS and that going forward, TELUS won't be able to uh, charge to MSP services provided by uh, doctors. Um, But again, there's no transparency. There's no consideration of the ways that this undermined uh, the public health care system. And I will say to the comments made by Minister Dix, what TELUS and other for-profit private corporations are doing are filling in the gaps in the public health care system that that Minister Dix and the NDP government have allowed to widen since they became government. And they have created the opportunity for for-profit private companies to actually be delivering health care in B.C. And I think that that is a conversation that we need to be having uh, because he says that he believes in equitable, universal uh, public health care. And yet under his government, we've seen a 57 percent increase of payments to for-profit private companies and clinics. Uh, we've seen agent travel nurses uh, being used in, because we don't have enough nurses in our hospitals and their working conditions and wages aren't fair. And we've seen a million people who can't access primary care in this province. So we are a long ways from universal, equitable health care in this province. Do you think there is a role for TELUS uh, in our health care system or providers like TELUS? I am 
concerned. I am concerned about the role that private, any private uh, corporations are playing in public health care. And I think that what we need to be focused on is making sure that we have a robust and healthy public health care system. And I'm going to give you a really specific example, Jazz. Sure. We have uh, in BC some extraordinarily successful models of primary care being delivered by not-for-profit boards uh, that are operating community health centers. There's a there's Shoreline Community Health Center in Sydney, in Saanich, where Adam is. Uh, I visited the Kool-Aid Community Health Center uh, in downtown Victoria. There's Reach in, in uh, Vancouver. There's a lot of great examples. And these are absolutely public. They are uh, ex- expanding access to health care for people. And they are providing the kind of uh, all health service approach that TELUS as a corporation is offering for a $4,000 a year paywall. Um, What I need to see from this government and this minister is uh, a recognition that we have a successful model of creating community health care centers in this province that could be solving a huge part of the health care crisis. And yet, what the people that I've heard from in my community and around BC, mm-hmm. uh, they tell me that when they try to start up a community health center, they are facing enormous barriers from the Ministry of Health. So, I, you know, this is to me a, a really clear example of a government that has not, uh, you know, made public health care its true priority and they have created this backdoor to private for-profit corporations to walk in and fill in those gaps in the healthcare system. Now, uh, I think in this, in this specific issue here, um, they tell us, uh, came to an agreement with the BC Medical Services Commission over contravention, mm-hmm. contravention of the Medicare Protection Act. Now, it, you know, in regards to paying for, as TELUS calls it, preventative health, which is basically those who can afford it will get, um, you know, doctors, dietitians, kinesiologists, giving them uh, people advice uh, to better take care of themselves and perhaps uh, preventative things that they can do uh, in regards to the health. Now, they're paying for that out of pocket. That I understand uh, in regards to British Columbians. Um, uh, you know, those who can afford it pay for that. That I understand. But in regards to when I ask you a question about TELUS Health mm-hmm. and, or companies like that, if I as a taxpayer put down my care card and whether it's TELUS providing that service or a my, my local GP or whatever it may be, is it still not public health care because I'm not going to get billed? The system's going to get billed. Uh, and to a certain degree, some of these providers might be able to drive some innovation, perhaps take off some cost pressures that the public system has. At the end of the day, it still remains public, does it not? If I can slap down my care card, Sonia Fritzenau can put down her care card, and it, it and it's not coming out of our pocket, it's still a public system, is it not? It's a public system that ultimately, Jazz, you and I and every other person in BC who pays taxes is funding. And that the question that we have to ask is, um, and I think this is this is honestly, I really think this is a question that we have to ask, and it has to be part of our political discourse. Mm. And parties need to be really open about where they stand on that. And that question is: Do private for-profit corporations have a significant role to play in our public healthcare system? And I think that the the reality is they have been playing a, a larger and larger role. We've seen a fifty-seven percent increase in payments from the from the Ministry of Health to private for-profit companies, mm-hmm. but that 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 conversation hasn't happened 
uh, in a way that engages the public in it, in a way that makes it clear that, you know, this is the direction that a government is choosing to go. And so when you have a minister saying on the one hand, you know, I'm all in and totally committed to universal equitable uh, public health care, and on the other hand, 57% increase in payments to private to for-profit companies, then we have a disconnect. And I think that for me, Jazz, it's really important that we're just honest and upfront yeah. as political parties about what our vision is. My vision is absolutely oriented to public health care, to recognizing the role of community health centers. And I'd like to say, I'd like our public health care system to be one that is focused on preventative health, one that is focused on the conditions for people to be well and healthy, as opposed to what is too often the case, which is it is an illness care system. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to look at a, at a, at a bigger level at how do, we, how do we look at everything from how our communities are organized, our transportation systems, our public education system, things like food programs in schools, access to public spaces, to parks, to libraries. Everything uh, is oriented and can be contributing to either better health and well-being outcomes or worse. And this is why... I think we have to really look at government spending and government programming and policies through the lens of health and well-being. You, my final question, you know, the NDP, as you said, uh, the the uh, involvement of TELUS has grown under the NDP. I would argue that it's probably grown under the BC Liberals as well. If it isn't TELUS, it would be another uh, uh, mm-hmm. private provider uh, as well. This is not just the NDP. It was the BC mm-hmm. Liberals um, uh, as well prior to that. On top of that, I would argue that the tax uh, health care funding has gone up under the NDP, and, and I would argue under the BC Liberals as well. We continue to spend money on health care, and you after year, we do increase spending as well. Yet you're seeing the NDP do this under an NDP government where they've allowed TELUS to be involved more and more. Uh, you see this in Ontario as well. Are we not collectively nationally walking in this direction? Because we seem to be throwing a lot of tax dollars at this issue, but no Canadian uh, is saying that our system is getting better. So somebody, mm-hmm. something has to be fixed. And I'm not saying we shouldn't have a public system. I, I think you and I agree on that. And I think all our callers would agree on it. doesn't matter what political background you're from. But we keep mm-hmm. throwing money at this. I mean, tax dollars at this. And we're not fixing the core issue. So what is mm-hmm. wrong with the TELUS? Perhaps... Uh, helping us getting to that point. I'm not saying they have all the solutions, and I think there should be a ring fence put around a lot of these private providers, and I Mm -hmm. get that. Um, But the present public system is in trouble, and we've thrown money at it, and we still can't fix it. Yeah, the mistake, I think, is not... We're not walking into the system sort of in a conscious and, and thoughtful way. You know, I think in a lot of cases... The provinces are stumbling sideways with their eyes closed into a, a corporatization of healthcare, and that is a that is a real concern. So I think that we have to have that capacity. We're in a a, a, a democratic system here to have a, an open and, and clear and transparent conversation based on the reality of where we're at. But uh, you know, the, this this hearkening to, well, the private system can solve our woes. I, I, I really don't believe that. And there's a lot of study and a lot of evidence that shows that uh, privatization does not uh, incru- improve um, affordability of healthcare, that's for sure, or efficiency. But so- I think that we do have to ask ourselves, what, what is the orientation of a public healthcare system and how do we ensure that at, at the very 
most important level, that access to primary care is guaranteed to everybody in this province. Sonia, thank you for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Jazz. Always a pleasure.